Today is Monday, December 6th. The title for our devotional is Parallel Narratives. This week we're beginning our Advent series in which we'll be looking at the Christmas story in the Gospel of Luke. The first thing we should notice if we're reading through chapter 1 of Luke's Gospel is the parallel narratives that Luke has going here at the birth of Jesus. He shares the story of John the Baptist's birth along with the birth of Jesus. They run parallel most of the time, but converge at certain points along the way, like when Mary visits Elizabeth. It's too much for us to read in the devotional time today, but I've included all of chapter one as additional content, so please take time to read it at some point today. But for today, we're going to read Luke 1, 26 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord of God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked. The angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. The first thing to notice about both of these stories, again, the parallel narratives of uh, Elizabeth and Zechariah's uh, pregnancy with John the Baptist and Mary and Joseph's with Jesus, uh, is that God takes the initiative with both of them. God announces to both Zechariah and Mary that he is doing something amazing here through both of them. In both circumstances, God sends the angel Gabriel to announce what he is going to do. There can be no doubt that God is the one initiating the action here. This is far from a case in which man attempts to bring about uh, a plan outside of his will and timing. This is God's work, and it is evidenced by the angel's announcement and the miracles that follow, both the virgin birth and Elizabeth's pregnancy, who was barren and beyond childbearing years. Secondly, these stories diverge in the setting and character of the announcement. Zechariah is a priest. Mary is a poor, obscure, young woman. Zechariah is in the temple, the epicenter of worship. Mary is in a small town, Nazareth, some 45 to 80 miles north of Jerusalem. These events foreshadow the multifaceted nature of Jesus' life and ministry. He is our great high priest who mediates for us. He teaches accurately the way of God in Jerusalem, confounding even the religious scholars and Pharisees of the day. He is crucified. In Jerusalem. Yet he ministers to the poor as well. His ministry largely takes place in the region of Nazareth, around Capernaum. He heals the sick, touches lepers, calls fishermen to be his disciples. He will see, we'll see this dichotomy uh, in the angel's appearance to the shepherds in week three of this campaign as well. Taken together, these narratives indicate that God is doing something that will shake the foundations of the religious system centered in Jerusalem, and this movement will be for all types of people, even those far from being religious elites. Not only does Luke have these two stories running parallel to one another in his gospel, 
But the Zechariah and Elizabeth story parallels the story of Abraham and Sarah in the Old Testament as well. They were both barren couples and advanced in years. But eventually, according to the promise of God, Abraham and Sarah give birth to the covenant child Isaac. The birth of John to Zechariah and Elizabeth is no less significant than the birth of Isaac, as Luke is trying to portray here. We will see other similarities and differences in these two narratives as we go throughout the week. For additional content, as I've already said, I encourage you to read all of Luke chapter 1. Spend some time today and read through the whole chapter. For reflection time today, after reading through the whole chapter, imagine yourself as both Zechariah and his part in the story, and Mary in her part of the story. Imagine the different settings and different characters. Do your best to put yourself into the story and imagine what Mary and Zechariah must be seeing, what they must be experiencing, feeling, especially in these encounters with the angel Gabriel.